Today on The Breakdown, there's 17 left in the World Series of Poker Europe main event. And you may be saying to yourself, I don't care about that. That's Europe. It's nothing to me. Well, maybe decide it is something to you, <laughs> okay? Because it's $1.4 million for first place, and there's only 17 players left, meaning a bunch of people are going to go home pretty, pretty happy. And you could be one of them. Were you one of the 17? But no, you were busy being on your high horse, playing video games and stuff, instead of studying your poker like you should have been. And where, where are you now? What, what's happened to you now, huh? Are you full of regret? Are you full of sadness? Is this your end? It's an unknown, but the thing we do know is, yes, there are two players left in this hand because there's 17 left in the main. I'm sorry, everybody. We've fallen all the way off the rails and Grant's upset. Um, There's 17 left in the main. These two players are going to engage in a hand that is really, by equal turns, surprising, upsetting, and confusing. Uh... Really, some some shocking things happen in this hand, and we are going to have to dig deep to try and figure out what the hell is going on, and is this even good? Guess what else? It's the return of the solver. That's right. We're bringing everybody back for this one on The Breakdown with Grant Dennison and Jonathan Levy. Hey. We're bringing everybody back? Yeah, the solver. Yeah. Brought him back. Yeah, who else are we bringing back? Um, you. We brought you back, and we brought me back. That's true. That's, That's the three true. of us. That's Gerald, everyone. Gerald Ford. Gerald Ford. Are we bringing him back? Died today. Um, I. I mean, we we could try. Yeah, we, <laughs> we haven't. If we, we're going to reanimate one historical figure, <laughs> it's got to be Gerald. It's got to be Gerald Ford. <laughs> Everybody's favorite historical figure. Yeah, um, that would be uh, that would be a good one. Yeah. Um, there might be better ones. Like who? Napoleon? Shut up. Yeah, I was going to say Napoleon. Of course you were. <laughs> I want to see how tall he really is. You're the is. type of guy who would have said Napoleon. <laughs> I just you know? want to see if he's as short as they say. Yeah, And yeah. you can't really tell from a skeleton how tall they were. There's right. no way to know. Right. There's zero percent. Because the bones shrink, right? Yeah. <laughs> and then they all shrink, and then you don't know anything. Uh-huh. You can't just stand up those bones and stand next to them and see how tall Napoleon would have been, Yeah, obviously. Right. That's just... Science and yeah. doctors. It's like when you see the dinosaur bones in a museum. Right. That's that's like one eighth the size of the actual dinosaur. Or, or it's not because you don't know is the thing. Because if you knew, then you wouldn't have to reanimate Napoleon. So anyway, Gerald Ford. Gerald Ford. Is that how he talked? Died today. No, that's um, it's a. F- I wouldn't even say famous, but it's one of the best older Saturday Night Live segments of all time. I think it's Dana Carvey. Ah. Doing um Tom Brokaw. And the thing is, the, the, the idea is, so Tom Brokaw in the 70s, even though this is like, you know, 1990 or something like that, and um, Tom Brokaw is going to go off on, vac- maybe it's Peter Jennings, but it doesn't matter. He's going off on vacation for a week, and so he's got to read all plausible possible headlines ahead ah. of time, so that way they can, so he's doing, so like, we're just going to do a bunch of, pr- the president at this time yeah. is Gerald Ford, a bunch of Gerald Ford dies today headlines. So he has to do increasingly absurd Gerald Ford die things and do it as if, it's sincere news, and it's it's really a spectacular thing, and it's worth finding on YouTube. Okay, there you go. That's that's what Gerald Ford contributed to society in the end. Wow. Yeah, heavy. I, I really. Don't know. Heavy. I actually don't know anything about his presidency. He, he cleaned not, up America after Watergate. It's not. He, brought, of, he kept us. He held us close. He does not have one of the more well remembered presidencies. No, no I that's don't think. True. I'm I'm forced to agree with you on that one. Yeah. But, you know, anything that's before your time is often not that well-remembered. I think I know a little bit about Abraham Lincoln. (laughs) But what about about Ronald Reagan? Yeah, I know a lot about Ronald Reagan. A lot about Ronald Reagan. Yeah, I mean, Ronald Reagan was a much more celebrated president than Gerald Ford by a lot of people. Gerald Ford. Um, Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and he's, like, iconic to a lot of people still. Yes, that's true as well. I don't think Gerald Ford is like that. No, it's not like (laughs) a bunch of people like, you know what? We need to go back to Ford's America. No, no one does ever say that. It's true. He was just trying to bring everyone back together after Watergate, man. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. I was born during Reagan, so I don't know if that counts before my time. Uh, I don't know either. But also, like... How about Jimmy Carter? Jimmy Carter I know of because he was a peanut farmer. Yes. And was very friendly. From Jaja. And uh, from what I understand was 
very disappointing as a president versus what people expected. That was my that's my understanding historically of Jimmy Carter. I don't really know. I know they had massive inflation and there were big gas crises during the late seventies um, to the point where you could only buy gas every other day and it was based on your license plate. Yeah, the I, last digit was odd or even was what, whether you could buy gas or not. And it was, and then there was also the Iranian, Iranian Middle East hostage crisis, yeah, which yeah. happened um, at the same time. And, and the, it was actually seen as a political stunt um, by the terrorists to try and get Jimmy Carter out of office, which, did work, but I don't know if it probably would have worked anyway. They probably didn't need to do that. I think yeah. Reagan won pretty comfortably. Yeah. Well, this this has been the American History Minute. Yeah. I mean, those See are two those are two pretty forgotten presidents, I guess, Ford and Carter. Um, yeah. I mean, there's obviously like Nixon and Kennedy are not that far off from them, and those right. guys were super well remembered. Well, one of them was shot in the head yeah. and, and was very, very much loved by many folks and kept us out of, you know, the... Um, Cuban Missile Bay Crisis. Bay of Pigs slash Cuban Missile Crisis. And then the other one as the greatest presidential scandal of the 1900s, yeah. right? So, you know, that's, yeah. understandably, those two might be remembered. Yeah. Yeah. Bro. Okay. Okay. I'm a big, I'm a big fan of uh, Polk. Polk's yeah. presidency. Polk. I, love, I love Polk. Polk. I don't even know his first name. <laughs> Do you? Douglas? Maybe. Douglas Polk, maybe? No, no, that's Doug Polk because he's the Polk <laughs> I wonder if there's a relation there. Oh, my God. I never thought about yeah. that. Probably there is. Uh, yeah, big time. Probably. Uh, what, other, what other famous poker players slash podcasters are um, related to presidents? Abraham Negranu. Because the first name. Yeah. Because that's how it works now. Yeah. The first name is how you get related. Yeah. Right. And his first name is Abraham, but right. no one knows it. Yeah. And Daniel's just a nickname. And he's Canadian, but that doesn't matter. Right. Well, you know, over time, that can happen. Yeah. You turn Canadian slowly. <laughs> yeah, everybody does eventually, <laughs> given enough time. Yeah, yeah. The sand sifts towards Canada. The sand sifts. Not shifts, it's sifts. Yeah, sifts. The sifting sands of, of the Sahara. You know what I'm saying. Yeah, I do. When you sift? Of course. Do you not sift? I rake. Okay. Is that is that okay? It's like a, a separate way to sift, so I, I accept hmm. it. I don't think it is. Those are different different actions, but they're in the same family. Okay, they're both sand work. Yeah, who doesn't do sand work out there? This is a you could tweet at us <laughs> if you don't do sand work. Yeah, everybody does sand work. Yeah, it's a sand including work. the suggester of this hand, Jonathan oh. Levy. Oh! the hell i got it i did it yeah i'm so the suggester the lore that i have heard of this hand is that jonathan was suggested a hand he saw he was watching a hand that was suggested by a listener or viewer yep and uh accidentally left your tv on or your computer or whatever yep and youtube just kept going hours later you came back and it was in the middle of this hand and you were like holy shit this is a good hand yep and then i watched all the way through i was like this is a great hand yeah and uh I guess no one else has seen it, or you're all dumb, because <laughs> yeah. it's great. It is It is a good hand, and I'm surprised that you were the only person who suggested it. Yeah, me too. It's a bit of an odd you would think just, thing. I would think that people who are watching the main event would be like, there would be a little furor over this hand, and it would have made its way, but it doesn't seem to, no one seems to have noticed it, except for, I except think, you're a keen-eyed reporter over here. I think it's a cool hand, but I think perhaps you have to be... Uh-oh, here we go. Comes the elitism. It's Get not, ready. I'm prepared for it. It's not elitism. You have to be really like into hand breakdowns to realize that it's a good hand breakdown hand. I think. Uh, maybe that's true. Maybe if you're not really paying attention, also it, it looks kind of normal if you're not really like watching every moment maybe. of it. Yeah. Maybe not. It's though. definitely not normal. It's not normal at all. It's really, as I said, confusing, surprising, interesting, weird. I'm excited to talk about it and I'm really excited to see what the solver has to say about it. Yeah, Gerald Ford's ghost is going to open the pot. We brought the solver back. We brought the solver. Wesley Cannon is going to do or has done solver work on this hand. Yeah. We uh, have not seen it yet. We're going to take a look after we do our analysis, come back and report what the solver said. I am curious on this one. I imagine suits are going to play into it somehow, some way. Hey, um, I got to say. Yeah. Normally, when there's a suggester, we spend a little time. On the suggestion, we talk about where they stand in the Mount Rushmore. Are they an all-star? They're coming up. They're this. They're that. Well, well thank you, suggester. What a great guy you are, suggester. Not a lot of love for this uh, current suggester today. What's that about? Okay, so let me explain something Where is Jonathan Levy on the uh, Mount Rushmore of suggestors? You know how we're doing this hand suggested by this person? Yeah. Have you heard of the Make-A-Wish Foundation? 
Yes. It's kind of... But maybe some people haven't. It's kind of like that. Wow. <laughs> doing a favor <laughs> for you. It's like Bat Kid Begins. Yeah, it's like that. Mm. We're doing your hand, man. All right. Well, of, I guess I'll take it. It's out of pity. <laughs> <laughs> I still want to see the solver on it. Solver work. And I want to talk about it. I'm excited to like actually like kick some, kick some of these things that happen around with you and decide if we think it's good or bad. Because I don't know what I think about a lot of the decisions. I agree. Saying. I agree. My... I often have strong opinions about hands when I see yeah. them initially, and, and I think most of the time those hold up through the breakdown, but sometimes they switch. I don't have super strong opinions of this. I have a couple thoughts that are like, oh, that seems like probably a mistake, but I'm not sure. Maybe I'll yeah. come around on it. Right. You know? Um, so yeah, Wesley will has, has done the solver work. We'll look at that. Come back later. Wesley's going to post that on our Discord, by the way, which is a place you can suggest hands. Sure. You could also suggest hands on Twitter. Right. Um, if you know us personally have our phone numbers, you can text us. Right. But don't, for, if you don't know us personally and you don't have our phone numbers, don't, don't get them. Yeah, you're not going to get them. Us. Sorry. It's going to be weird. Well, even if you do, don't text us. You might as well just tweet at us. It's going to be uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. If you have our phone numbers and you're not supposed to, stop it. Like, why is Mark Testart sending me pics? Because <laughs> <laughs> we've made this? fun of Australia one too many times and now you're in Testart hell. <laughs> It's a koala with a target around it. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Why does the koala look like me? <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Yeah, so there's 17 players left in this event, by the way. Yeah. That's kind of cool. So we got two players that we've never seen before. I don't imagine you've seen these guys before. I have right? not. There's uh, Pastor, Jonathan Pastore. Jonathan Pastore. And Vladimir Tomasowskis. Yes. Uh, and they both have around a million in live tournament earnings, which yeah. could mean a number of things for either of them. We don't really know that, you know, as we know, total earnings is not a great indicator of skill. Uh, it means they've at least played a lot of poker at the very least. Right? Do, do you know where these guys are from? His pastore sounds Italian. Is he, that He is French. French, okay. And and Thomas Hauskas, I'm going to go with Russian. Wow. You were so good at the other aspects of Hendon, but you sure are bad at people the people part of it uh lithuanian okay buddy lithuanian all right sorry wow i shouldn't have asked you because now we've got a whole group of people angry at us i knew where uh where some guy was from when you asked me before you did yeah i don't remember which guy cool though. you got it open kiss a sick glue oh, i knew yeah, he was you from got turkey. turkey that's yeah. true that was incredible yeah i would have been impressed had you gotten uh lithuania too i, I to yeah that was not gonna get lithuania that was gonna be like wow also yeah. this guy um, Thomas, Thomas Auskis. Thank you, Thomas Auskis. Uh, You're going to struggle with that the whole time, yep. aren't you? Uh-huh. And uh, if I looked at him really quickly, I would just say Nordic because he's blonde and, you know, he's got that blonde thing going. So I'd be like, Is oh, he he's blonde? I thought his hair was brown. Oh, in this, in this photo I'm looking at right now, he's blonde. Okay. Oh, yeah. And you're right. When he was playing, his hair is now brown. So I guess that it's an earlier photo. Anyway, you know, when I was looking at uh, his Instagram... Yeah, of course. And looking at all this, we have to picks. do a deep dive. When you don't know the players, you have to do a deep dive, and you basically have to dox them in order to understand yeah. what's going on. Yeah, because you because we're not just trying to understand the decision; we're trying to understand the man behind the decision, right? Or the woman behind the decision. Like, if we don't know what Pastore was doing at three a.m. on November third, then what are we doing here? What's embarrassing is when you're looking back over a few years of Instagram pics and you accidentally like something. You like, oh the, yeah, you hit then, the heart. And it's like, oh, no. Now they, they know. Now I look like such a stalker. This is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> this is crazy. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's get to it because the hand's okay. interesting. Yeah. So uh, Jonathan Pastore, the Frenchman, as they call him, on the, the World Series of Poker Europe. Okay. Uh, he's got $3 million in his stack at 40 k 80 k with 17 players remaining. What is the current payout, by the way? I'm glad you asked, Grant. Um, 17th. Place pays out $47,900, and so does the 16th. So we're, that's where we're at. Um, one more spot is a $10,000 jump, which should not matter really to anyone. I mean, maybe a few people, but I mean, you really shouldn't be trying to ladder up for 10000 when first place is $1.4 million. Yeah, right? I agree. It should just not be in play. Right. You've got to be playing for the top five spots at least. Yep. So Pastore has like 37 blinds. He's got $3 million at 40K, 80K. He's going to open to 160K. With King of Clubs, Queen of Diamonds for middle position. Seems okay. Seems fine. Thomas Houskis is on the button. It folds to him. He's got 7.9 million, almost 100 bigs. And he's got two red tens. So what, is, what do you prefer here? Wow. It's, it's an interesting thing because Pastore with almost 40 blinds. You said 37 blinds, yeah. right? It's not a great amount to get in with tens. No, it's not. You could do it and be okay, of course. 
Like you can be up against nines. Sometimes nines may four bet all in. Yeah. Um, maybe eights, even eights. Maybe. Sevens are not going with it. Probably not, unless, unless the guy's crazy. Or you're crazy and he knows right, it. Yeah. Right. Um, also, I would be thinking about like stacks behind us in the small and big blind. And if they're relatively short, we might call and try and give them a chance to squeeze all in. And then yeah. we, could, we could pick them off, assuming Pastore doesn't pick them off first. If he calls a 20 fold. blind shove, then we can fold. Yeah. Um, if he folds, then we can call and be like, ha ha. We have tens. Ha ha, I'm flipping. Um, Sweet. And it can't be that bad just to call on the button with tens anyway. No. You know? So so I think if we're not sure, I think a call is perfectly fine here. Yeah, I agree. Um, I know nothing about Pastore. Maybe he's the type of player that you should three bet to get yeah. it in with. But in the the pools of players that, that you and I play with, if we're playing in a $500 event or whatever, and we're at this stage of the tournament, getting it in with tens for 37 bigs effective is usually a mistake. Yes, that's right. Um, they just... they they. You're praying they have ace-king because that's yeah. it, because they don't have nines, the guys we're playing against. Now, if you're playing, the higher you go, the more likely you're going to have some more stats. Yeah, I mean, I've been in World Series events yeah. at, when it's like, oh, I definitely have to get tens in of for course. 37 blinds against this guy. He's just going nuts. Right, you know? and that's fine. Yeah. Um, so you got to know your customer. It's not bad to call no matter what. Three-betting can be bad, but calling can almost never be bad here, I would say, mm-hmm. uh, against a 37-blind stack. Yep. The big blind is going to come along. That's one of the disadvantages of calling. That is true. Uh, he's, he's got 3.1 million, so very similar stack to Pastore and Deuces, which is like the exact type of hand that you would have loved to get rid of with 10s because now you can lose to an, a hidden set. True. Now, that said, like the, the big blind could have decided to squeeze here too. Um, didn't, but saw sees a pocket pair and could. I mean, I wouldn't. I mean, that would deuces. be a, that would be just an awful play. But people do things like that. They and do. We could we'd just be able to pick them right off with our 10s and it'd be beautiful. But anyway, that's not. I mean, happen. some people do that, but yeah, not recommended when you have forty blinds to squeeze with deuces out of the big blind. Right when again. you can just call. Yeah, and see a flop multi way. Yeah, <laughs> pretty like, good. Try and flop a set. Yeah, if you're gonna squeeze, you know, you should have, have an ace blocker or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, or you know, a good hand. Also, you have too many, a little too many blinds to do it anyway. Like have twenty five blinds and do it. Don't do it with thirty seven, yeah. thirty eight. So anyway, we're going three ways to the flop. Pastoria has King of Clubs, Queen of Diamonds. Thomas Houskis has two red tens and deuces for, I'm sorry, Zedek, you're going to be the garbage human. Ouch. 600K in the pot. The flop is eight of diamonds, nine of diamonds, jack of hearts. So interesting flop for the tens and the king queen. Uh, they block each other from, from making a straight, and uh, it's a pretty good flop for both of them. More, more the tens than the king queen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Zedek checks. He's just done with the hand, obviously. Yeah. Um, Pastore checks. I think this is probably the right move with pretty much your entire range uh, on this board when you get called on the button in the big blind. Um, Maybe if you have this... I mean, we do have a queen in our hand, which helps a little bit. Right? I mean, we if you flop a, a flush bit. draw or a straight or something, yeah. maybe it makes sense to bet. We could have a few bets here, but we mostly have uh, checks here for sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, if we're going to have bluffs... Probably better to have a little bit of a better straight draw, like a ten in our hand, you know, like ace ten or something. Oh, that would be great. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so Tom, he's going to check. Thomasowskis now with two tens on the button. What is your preferred action here? You could take a free card. You have a straight draw with the pair, but you don't have. I mean, you do have a diamond in your hand, but there are two diamonds on the board. I think it's a pretty clear bet. I have to say, um, like every time we get better, every time we improve, it's going to be incredibly hard to get action. Yeah. Or we're losing. Like, if we make a set, we are, by the way, we are losing to yeah. the nuts. Um, but, like, you know, like, it's hard to get action from worse hands at any point if we were to improve. So the board isn't going to get really better for us unless, unless, you know, we make a straight and somehow someone has a worse straight. I don't know how it's possible. Um, or we make a full house eventually and someone has a worse straight. I guess that's possible. That's very unlikely. I think we should bet right now and just protect what is very likely the best hand. Right. And if we get called by Zadek, we know that he could have a draw. We could be beat by Zadek, but we we almost always have pretty good equity against him anyway. Yeah, and we don't have to bet the turn if we get called. We just check it back and figure it out on the river. Yeah, and if we get called by Pastore, we're usually behind, right? He's usually got, like, uh, an overpair that he checked calling or a jack maybe some of the time. Um. Yeah, I mean, he can. He could probably have like ace nine suited. Yeah, I guess we could. There's a few hands that we're ahead of. Yeah, nine not, ten. Not, nine yeah, ten. There's some, you know, but not too many. Even yeah, but there's not too many. Yeah, maybe eight ten suited sometimes. Maybe ace eight suited sometimes. Maybe seven eight suited sometimes. But not a whole lot. Yeah, no, I don't know if you like if you have like ace eight of spades on this board. 
I might just fold. Like if I were Pastori, mm. what, what are but we? But seven eight suited, you might call with the gutter. I guess. I but think it's you, not, you're going to feel like you have to probably. I don't know because it's a bad gutter. I know it is, but it's a really bad gutter. You're like, am I really just going to throw it away? I, I think I am. Okay here. Yeah, actually, I think in really? in this spot, if I had seven eight of spades, I would check fold with seven eight. Well, suited. let's let's. I mean, I don't know how much um, Tomasukis is going to bet. Tomasowskis is going to bet, I should say. Um, If he bets small, we should probably call with all that stuff. And if he bets bigger, we might want to start to consider just throwing it away now so we don't get ourselves in weird spots later. I guess so. But Uh, if it's super cheap, we should call and figure it out on the turn, right? We don't have to just... We can trust ourselves post-flop, Grant. Think about that. Just trust ourselves instead of... This is (laughs) post-flop. No, I know. But I'm saying like we can call now and figure it out on the turn if it's cheaper. I think folding is a part of figuring it out. Anyway... How do you want to size it if you're going to bet as Thomas Houskis when check two with the tens? Um, 600 in the pot. Yeah. For three ways, it is a wettish board, although we block all the stuff that are the big draws, right? We have, a, we have the ten of diamonds in our hands, yeah. the key card. Um, and another ten to block straights yep. extra hard. Yep. But we're really happy to take it down now, too. I think a normal size bet is fine. I would bet probably... 330,000, something like that. a little over half pot Yeah, because of the wetness of the board. Yeah, and just be like, don't just come along to come along, idiots, because I don't want to have to make my life hard later. But if you do, fine, I'm open-ended, whatever. I'll get some value. I'm usually ahead. Well, Thomas Houskis bets a quarter pot. He goes 150. Wow, so 7-8 now probably has to call. Yeah, so this could be part of a holistic strategy that Mm -hmm. Thomas Houskis has where when checked to in position, he does a lot of these money-printing bets that just, like... When it's equity denial or a bluff, this bet has to print money against a check check. Right. Yeah. I'm sure it does. Yeah. I'm sure it does. So maybe that's an overall strategy that he's trying to be consistent with when yeah. he has a hand that kind of wants to bet more anyway. I could see that. Yeah. So that's what he does. And of course, the deck's out of there with deuces because what the hell. Um, yeah. As Pastori now, we could have been in a check fold spot if Sudek bet 330. Maybe. I don't know. But now it feels like folding's out of the question with a draw to the nuts. How do we want to proceed I think, okay, well, we have king-queen, so that's cool, meaning we have the queen, we have a queen in our yeah. hand, which was we block the nuts, we have a draw to the nuts, we have overs, which are going to be good a reasonable amount of the time, at least, if we were to hit as well. Yeah, sometimes Thomas Houskis makes two pair when we hit one of ours, but it's not so bad. I think we're supposed to mix here. Like, we can't always raise this hand, but we should probably raise this hand some of the time, right? Um, it's a reasonable bluffing hand, Uh it's possible we're going to get a lot of insta-folds, especially if Tomasowskis is taking a lot of shots yeah. when check do. We don't know if he's really doing that. Don't know. But yeah. even if, Tom, if Tomasowskis has a hand that he's protecting with that isn't as good as 10s, like ace-nine suited, like ace-eight suited, like two fives, we're thrilled to get those things to fold, and they kind of have to fold if we raise. I think I like a lot of raises here. Yeah. It's okay. It's cheap enough that we can call, and I can't really have any problem with that. But I think I like a raise as an optimal strategy, as something we should lean into um, more of the time anyway. What do you think? Mm, yeah, maybe so. It, it really depends on Thomas Houskis and his tendencies uh, a little bit with his bet sizing and, mm. and how frequently he bets when checked to. I mean, it's, it's dangerous. I mean, I don't think calling is a disaster in any way. I think calling would be totally fine. I really do, too. Yeah. I really do, too. It's so cheap. We're getting five to one on the call. Right. It can't be that bad. The problem is on brick turns, sometimes we're just going to get blown off the hand, which sort of sucks because this hand's pretty good. You know, if we take it, even, even if we get called... We may get full equity on the turn. We often get to see the river. Now we put a lot more chips yeah. in, of course, which is not as good. But when we check raise and we get called, we're now we're kind of in a quagmire. Yeah, because we're out of position. You know, too. it's like, oh, the four of spades in the turn. Am I really going to bet again? Right. Am I, am I doing this? Is this what I'm doing now? Yeah, because I may have to bluff this all in on the river and now. And this is going to suck, yeah. I didn't have to do any of this. I could have just called 150. It's no big. It's two blinds and check fold some turns. And sometimes it goes check, check on the turn. Sometimes I can even check call the turn, you know? Yeah. Like... I don't have to blow up my whole tournament right here. Yeah, which is, which is a fair thing to do with 17 left in the, in the World Series main at Europe. So let's talk about optimal strategy. Does this mean that Pastori, like obviously not, but probably it is the case that against this sizing, Pastori is raising 100% of his king-queens as a bluff. Right. Um, that's, that's not good, right? You shouldn't do can't, that. You can't do all of it, yeah. Yeah, maybe he's not, but I'm going to guess he is when okay. he sees this sizing. Who knows? Um, so if you're going to check raise this hand, which is king queen with one diamond, maybe yeah. he's only doing it if he has a diamond. Who I knows? mean, it's, it's a pretty great hand to turn into a bluff if yeah. you're going to pick a hand, right? What else are we check raising? Um, ace 10 with the ace of diamonds. Okay. That's a good one. Yeah. What about value? Oh, um, 
I mean, it's like kind of sets only, right? Queen 10. We could have Queen 10. Oh, okay, sure. Queen 10. Yeah. Are we ever check raising 8-9 or Jack-9 or Jack-8 suited? I think we could. The problem is if we were to get pushed back on... We might have to fold. We probably have to fold those hands because now Queen-10 is a problem for yeah. us, right? Where when we have 10s in our hand, it's less of a problem at least. And also we don't have a strong enough hand that it gets weird, right? Yeah. But we, we could... I mean... We rarely are getting three bet on the flop, right? So I think it's not the end of the world to check raise two pair, even the bad two pair. I don't know that we should do it, but it can't be that bad. Should we be just betting all of these hands yes, instead of check raising yes, them? Yes. This is why I'm starting yes. to like kind of what I'm trying trying to get to is that it feels like Pastori saw the sizing and decided to check raise because that's what he does. He check yeah. raises. Um and it may just be like too reactionary to the sizing and not really optimal strategy to have that many check raises on this board, which doesn't really favor you. I mean, maybe he doesn't have that many check raises, but King Queen with a diamond is such a good check raising hand. He's like, all right, I got to pick something. And this is a pretty good bluff. Like if I'm going to have Queen 10 check raises and set check raises, I got to have some bluffs. So he has a pretty great one. So he has six combos of King Queen with a diamond, one diamond. And that's his bluffs along with maybe ace 10 with the ace of diamonds. Sure. Let's say. So he's got nine combos of that. And then I guess you just don't need that many. That's probably enough value combos. If, you, if you're just doing sets in Queen Ten, I don't know if that's all you're doing, but that's pretty close anyway. To like, if you're looking for like a two to one um, bluff to value. Oh, that's not nearly enough bluffs, then, now, is it? Yeah, yeah, I got that completely reversed. Yeah, that's how you'd want to be on the river. Um, well, then we'd need a lot more bluffs, <laughs> wouldn't we? Well, I mean, we can generate more bluffs. I mean. We can turn Other hands. Tens, we can turn hands ten. like nine, ten, and eight, ten into bluffs. I guess we could, but why would we? Yeah, I don't know. Like, aren't we just ahead enough of the time? Yeah. Unless Tom Thomasowskis is never. It really doesn't have many bluffs in him when he bets here. But then why are we check raising? We can yeah. check call or just bet it ourselves. Yep. So it doesn't feel. Um, well, we're the strategy at least we're outlining doesn't feel cognitively, you know, altogether good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like it's dissonant. Yeah. Uh, would you ever check raise a hand like Jack Ten or Queen Jack of Diamonds, or just it's just like a monster in all these ways? I don't think. Oh, Queen Jack of Diamonds is at least an interesting one. Um, I don't think I would ever check raise Jack Ten of but, Diamonds. Oh, of Diamonds. Yeah. Oh, wow. We have all the things, and we sort of don't care what happens. Yeah, I guess we could do that. Yeah, it's like cool. When it, let's play a big pot. Let's play a small pot. I don't care. You yeah. want to fold? Great. You want to call or raise? Great. Yeah. I, if you call, I'm putting in a big bet on the turn no matter what card comes, pretty much. Yeah. Almost, I guess the nine could pair. And nine, I could decide a nine to, or an eight. Yeah. I could decide to check call, probably. Right. You know? But otherwise, I'm probably just putting a lot, of, a lot of... I guess a jack on the turn is a weird card, right? Yeah. Um, but whatever. Yeah. Maybe not a jack, sorry. If we have jack ten, a queen... No, no, queen makes us a straight. Yeah. There's very few weird cards. A, a ten. A ten, ten is and, a weird card. A ten card. and nine and an eight are all right. weird cards. Okay. But that's it. And we still have outs against most things. Yeah. Well, we well, definitely we have, have at least one out. Yeah. We have the straight flush outs. Yeah. Um, you know, unless... Two the, outs. Yeah, unless your opponent somehow has queen seven of diamonds. Anyway. Cheryl Ford died today. <laughs> yes. Uh, so Pastore does raise to 510K. Yeah. Over 150. Uh, I guess we're okay with it. I think... I think it's okay. I think I lean towards a call, but whatever. It's fine. Yeah, I think it's totally fine, though. And now, I mean, the good thing is this kind of sucks for Thomas Houskis. Like, he might have to call, but at least you made him sad. That's, you didn't want to have to put in 510. You wanted to put in 150. Yeah, right. no question. Uh, so Thomas Haskins has to call, right? Is there uh, any other option? Could you ever three bet? Why would we three bet? I mean... To bluff a set? I don't think so. Yeah. To, to, I mean, we could go after a hand just like this that's making a play back at us, but we block some of those hands. Like we are saying, ace-10 with the ace of diamonds. Yeah. Ten, things that have a 10 in them make some sense to do. King-10 and ace-10 are the ones, right? Yeah. And maybe even we were saying, like... Maybe some tens that are of a pair and diamonds yeah. and those hands aren't folding. Yeah, I don't think we can do anything but call here. Yeah. But it's like, ugh, I could have checked. Yeah, uh. we, we don't love the four of spades in the turn and then a big bet. That's not, that's not a happy time for right. us. It sure isn't. A happy time for you might be on Nitro Betting. What? There's only one way to find out. Use the link in the description of this podcast when you sign up for Nitro Betting to get access to all of the shit. You know what I'm saying? I know exactly what you're saying. We're working on the, the tech team over at Nitro Betting to actually put a button that says all of the shit. Mm. Uh, you know? I, uh, I think it's great. And it's going to really change everyone's experience around Nitro Betting and gambling in general and in the world. Yeah. 
So that's good. Yeah, there are promos. That's the shit that I'm talking about. Oh, you oh, know, like yeah. sports betting promos are are the main ones that come down the pipe. But of course, we have the monthly Poker Guys tournament, which you can only access if you use the link in the description when you sign up. Uh, March Madness is coming up. You know, it's just around the corner these days. It's November. (laughs) (laughs) Sure, sure. This is coming out in early December. It's November as we're recording it. Yeah. Um, So March Madness is even closer to you in the time that you're listening to this than the time to me when I'm talking it. Well said. Yeah. Basketball. (laughs) You know, all (laughs) the... I mean, they are playing regular season basketball games, college basketball. So they're they're on the road to the Final Four already. And you can bet on those on Nitro Betting. Yes, you can. And they'll take those bets. They will. They will take those (laughs) bets and bets in all sorts of sports. Yep. Get on there. Get the poker. Get the sports betting. Also, casino games. Get all the fun on a bun. In, in In your hun. What? What, what is that? I don't know. I just rhymed. I just went for the rhyme. I don't. I didn't think about it. it don't worry. It wasn't bad. Okay. I don't it's think it's unclear. <laughs> it's <laughs> unclear how bad it Jonathan is. Jonathan is just for for the, the person who says all this stuff that you do say. Yeah. You, you seem a little worried about getting canceled. <laughs> well, you have admittedly really built that up. <laughs> you like talk about it a lot. About you get it. Yeah, about how I'm screwing everything up and I'm going to die alone, I don't basically. Talk, I don't talk about that. <laughs> well, okay, but you know, you, you make a lot of canceled remarks well, about me. Well, you are by far more likely to get canceled than this me. This is exactly what I'm talking about. So then you're like, oh, why are you so worried about saying whatever? You just just get, let it fly, Jonathan. Say whatever. Off the cuff is what makes us so it's great. Just, it's and then you're like, and you're going to die die. Painfully, because of the things you say. <laughs> yeah, that's what I say. Yeah, it's interesting to me how far away from understanding what's a cancelable <laughs> offense you are. Like, There's just some things I'm not clear about. Okay, the line is to me blurry. You said in your hunt. In your hunt. Like, oh no, I'm going to get canceled. <laughs> I said in your hunt. What does that even mean? Well, if you thought about it, maybe you might come up with some ways that that's problematic. It could mean like sex with a woman. Uh huh. Oh, oh no. Why does it have to be a woman? Because okay. hun. I mean, wow, that you did it. Yes, we trapped him and we got him and it's think... too late. He can't take it back. It's over. Okay. I would like people to... Still, you're so far away. Take quotes I, from this. I said it put could... it on Twitter. I said it could be sex with Facebook a woman. Facebook and put it on um, YouTube, <laughs> please. Maybe send it into the major news networks. Let's see what happens to Grant. Ha <laughs> ha! So you are you you must be on the road to getting canceled with with being so far away from understanding it. It's just I mean, you're here every day. You know you know what's happening. Yeah, you're not actually going to get canceled. I'm not going to let you. I got you. There you go. I'll save you. There you go. That's from saying right. stuff like in your hunt. <laughs> you got to have you got to have a safety net. Yeah. That's that, what uh that's what these guys have with their draws. You know, I guess more more like Thomas Houskis has a safety net cuz he already has a made hand with the right. tens. He's got the safety net of maybe I can make a straight and mm. it's really unlikely that I would be losing because I have two of the tens. Right. Anyway, Pastor E. Pastori. I keep... Jonathan Pastori. I'm thinking of Juan Manuel Pastor, who used to be on the EPT all the time. They're spelled differently. Are they? Yeah, there's no E on the end of Pastor. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Well, then I guess it makes sense that it's said differently. Yes, it does. And one was Spanish and one is French. So Also that. Yeah. Anyway, Pastori, the Frenchman, which is like probably the name of some movie, I would guess. I would imagine. There's got to be a, a movie Somewhere out the there. The Frenchman. Probably a book also. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Pastori raised to 510K with King Queen on the flop. Z- um, not Zedek. He folded a long time ago. Thomas Houskis called with two tens. Mm-hmm. Pots 1.6 million. Turn is the eight of hearts. So that, that pairs the board. The board oh, is. Oh, hey, now, we were just talking about Yeah. Jack like of that. hearts, nine of diamonds, eight of diamonds, eight of hearts. Ugh. So ugly. if you're going to have some check raise bluffs and some check raises for value, Obviously, optimal strategy includes there are times when you get called that you don't continue the bluff Correct. or the value bet. Correct. Is this one of those times for Pastori with King Queen? It's a bad card. It's a bad card for sure. Um, we have to strongly consider not continuing on this card. How about that? Uh, what are the worst cards for us? A jack is worse. A queen is fucking terrible. A queen is pretty bad, although sometimes we're ahead when we weren't before. It's true, but we're not going to continue on yeah. it, right? We're like, uh, yeah. I don't know. I hope it goes check, check. Yeah. Right? Uh, a jack is awful. A diamond is kind of bad. We do have the third nut flush draw then, but, but it's, it's not good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think as far as continuing to run a bluff. the seven is bad too. Yeah. As far as continuing to run a bluff, I think a board pairing is maybe the worst. There's a lot of bad cards, is what I'm realizing here. Yeah. Like, we're like, deuce three, four, five, six non diamonds. 
And then really you're looking at like kings and aces of non-diamonds yeah. are the only other good cards. That's, I mean, that's probably half the I mean, a 10 obviously is a good card. Of course. Yeah. Of course, you're right. Any 10 is good. That's a fair point. Um, but there's like a lot of cards we're not too excited about here. But that's okay. We can, we just, that's good actually. We want to have some natural shutdowns and... This, right, is, but this is a bad Not being card. excited about and shutting down on are different things, right? You're right. Like, we could not be excited about a certain card, but be, it could be a card that we're supposed to continue bluffing on. Yeah. So, okay. So, you think an eight is bad because now we basically have to have full houses to continue. Right? Yes. And we, and we don't block any full houses, right? Like, we, I mean, it's hard for us to have a bluff that blocks full houses, but we could have eight, ten maybe, you know? And that's, that's now a really good hand instead of a bluff. Right. Um, that is that is a great point. But right. we could have nine ten. If oh we, yeah, and that blocks full houses. You know, it's yeah. I guess yeah. Maybe maybe. I mean, we could have jack ten of diamonds exactly. Yeah. Although I don't know why we need to keep bluffing anyway. We probably can check comfortably with top pair and. Yep. We weren't bluffing anyway. With this jack might 10. just be a card that we can't really continue on yeah. in most cases. The thing about this card, which I can see, there's one siren call for this card, which is well, if our opponent was on a draw, they really this, hate this. They card. They really want to fold if we put. Any reasonable amount of chips. That is true. And we could just make them go away a lot. Now, we block some of the draws, of course. We've got a diamond in our hand. We have a queen in our hand. That ain't great. Yeah. But we could end the hand sometimes because of that. But any made hand should never be scared of this card, right? Yeah. Essentially. So that's bad. Right. Also. Because we're telling a very weird story to bet again. We don't, yeah, we we, don't have much value If here. we bet again, I guess we could still have a straight. We could be betting. We could we be can bet, have a straight. We could bet fold a straight, I guess. Like, if we get raised on this card, are we going to call with queen 10? I don't know. It's a tough spot. Depends what we think about it. Which is opponent. why you could argue for a check with a straight. Right. You know? Yeah. So you could just don't have to deal with that situation. Mm-hmm. And also because this is such a bad outcome that you could check a straight along with bluffs and stuff like that, and then you're it's yeah. harder to play against you, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I think I lean towards a check. Yeah. Kind of shut it down for Pastore. Hope for a check back. Maybe we can miracle a river. And, yeah. You know. We still have reasonable outs, we would imagine. Yeah. Right? And it turns out we we have some. Not, not as many as we would hope, really, actually. No. But we got like five outs over here, but we don't know that. Yeah. Oh, well. It's fine. But yeah, we still haven't put that many chips in anyway. Do we have five outs? I don't think we have that many We outs. have three kings and two tens. The tens are no good. Makes tens full. Oh, my God. We don't have tens anymore. We have three outs. Oh. Uh, okay. Well, that's, that's great then. Well then, you know. Then let's just let's just. I know. really hope we don't hit a ten. Let's if just we're, leave the room for Pastori because it's going to be bad for us. Anyway, Pastori does decide to keep betting. Okay, and maybe it's that siren call of if he had a draw, this is a really bad card for him. And maybe he's also thinking like, look, it's the World Series of Poker Europe main event. It's a tournament. There's 17 players left. Guys are going to be naturally tighter, right? And from a calling point of view, especially after I've shown strength, I might just get more folds than I'm supposed to get here. Like fold out like a queen jack of spades type Stuff hand? Stuff like that. Like maybe you're just like, do I really want to keep going? I mean, I can see someone asking themselves that. Now, Thomas Auskis is the guy who's got all the chips though, right? He's got 100 yeah. blinds. So he can afford to... You're, you can't really threaten his life, no. right? You can only threaten your own life. Yep. And you can threaten to like take a chunk out of Thomas Sauskas. But like worst case for Thomas Sauskas, he's like, oh, I have 63 blinds now. I doubled you up completely. I have 63 blinds. It's not that bad. Yeah, I do think it's a much better bluff to continue here if we are the chip leader in the hand. If we, yeah, if we switch, if we yeah. switch uh, chip positions... That's much Swap them. That feels like a much better thing. You're, you're going to threaten his whole life right now. Now he's like, oh, I have a nine. Can I really call? Oh, I have nine, ten. I have jack, ten. Can I really call? Yeah. Because like, if I don't get there, I'm going to put in a lot of chips, and he's probably shoving the river a lot, and it yep. sucks. Yeah. Yep. All right. So even though we don't like the bet by Pastore, it is uncomfortable for Tomasowskis now. Yeah. This is a pretty bad card, the eight pairing. Yeah. How do we want to proceed? Well... You're saying once Pastore is bet. Yeah, 850. Well, he bets 850 into 1.6. <sighs> it's 11 blinds. I mean, we're usually still pretty live here, first of all, right? We might have the best hand, like a lot. Yeah, Jack-Jack Jack is obviously a problem. Jack-Jack is a problem. I don't know how often Jack-Jack is really going to check-raise flop as opposed to just bet Yeah, itself. I agree. But sometimes, let's assume sometimes. Sure. Um, and 9-9 nine, nine may be the same thing. But, like, I think they're just going to bet themselves a lot mm-hmm. and make sure they're going to charge us and not give a free card to both players. Um, but sometimes they'll check-raise. Besides those two hands, and I guess 8-9 is possible. I guess 8-8 eight, eight is possible. 
doesn't feel like we're in that much bad shape, right? It doesn't feel like we're, I think we're mostly doing fine here. And like the things, the situation hasn't changed that much, right. I would say. Um, we have a pair, we have an open ender. We're probably good if we improve either one. We might be good either, even without that, is, is what I would say. Um, if this was threatening our, our total life, maybe we'd have to play this differently. But calling and being wrong here is not the end of the world for us either. I think that does matter. And we do block the straights. Yes. You know, so that's, that's good. Because the straight, what well, we said, could check here. It also certainly could bet. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't hurt to block the straight. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, I, think, I think we're supposed to call. I think we're supposed to call and hate it. Yep. And it's like, what's going to happen if, it, if a deuce of spades comes on the river and he goes all in? Am I really going to call? And you're like, uh, probably not, but we'll see. Yeah. But probably not. I'm probably just going to have to throw my hand away and it sucks. But this is one of those spots where when you're opening on the turn, you just got to call a lot. Yeah. And they're going to give up a lot and you're going to be ahead sometimes and it'll be fine, I guess. Yeah. But I think we, I think we have to put the chips in. All right. That's what Thomas Houskis does. Yeah. He makes the call. You, um, know, you know what? What? Support for the breakdown poker podcast with the poker guys. Is that the name? I of think the that show? is the name of the podcast. It's brought to you by Manscaped, which is the best in men's below the waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision engineered tools for your family jewels. And that rhymes. Manscaped recently launched the ultimate men's hygiene bundle, the performance package. Join over 7 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code pokerguys at manscaped.com. That's all poker guys all the time. That's what you should put in that little code well, box. I mean, there. write poker guys. Yeah, write, write, don't just, write what Just Grant the words said. poker guys. All one word. Just the poker word poker guys. guys. Yeah. I felt like you were channeling Zach Lowe a little bit in that ad. Oh, really? Read. Yeah, that's, that's what I heard. Is that a compliment or not? It doesn't it's sound like a compliment. in between. Yeah. It just sounded like his, his ad reads are a little wooden. Um, wow. Yeah, but yours wasn't wooden. It was just like faking wooden. Yeah. There you go. I was you faking know. wooden. <laughs> that is, wow, that is far from a compliment. So a little bit more about Manscaped, Please. which, by the way, buy it for yourself, use the code Guys, or buy it for somebody who you need a gift idea for. This it's is actually a, great a really gift. good gift. It's like a really it cool is. box. We got these things in the mail from Manscaped, these boxes that ha- contain all of these cool things, like um, the lawnmower, which is yes. you know, for your trimming needs um, in, in the below-the-waist area. Surprisingly useful. Useful. They also give you a trimmer for your nose and ears. Uh, and some stuff that you can use for general below-the-waist hygiene. There's a ball deodorant and, yep. and a ball toner. Who knows what that is, but it's great. You love the ball toner, <laughs> you know, don't course. you? Everybody loves the ball toner. <laughs> um, and here's the thing that's really good about the, the, the below-the-waist trimmer, the lawnmower, mm. is that it's waterproof. So, you know, extrapolate. That's great. That means you don't have to deal with mess. It you means you if, in you're, the shower. if you're, like, on a boat, and you fall in, and yeah, you're yeah. holding it, yeah, and like a shark all... attacks you, you can trim the shark's nether regions. And, uh, <laughs> and the shark will be like, you know what? I'm going to let this one go. Yeah. That sounds great. That sounds great. So yeah, it actually is a really good gift for anybody who you think might want something like this, because it's it it's, comes in a beautiful package, and it looks really cool, and along with the stuff in it being high-quality good stuff. Uh, it also comes with underwear. Yeah. You know, got the manscaped underwear. It's nice material. It really soft. is. Very nice material. Yeah. So and they get, give you a uh, travel bag. Yeah. Get weed whacked. You know, that's what... <laughs> <laughs> that's that's going to be their new slogan. Get weed whacked. Yeah. I love it. It has proprietary skin-safe technology, Jonathan. Well, obviously it does. Yeah. The lawnmower 4.0, I know it not only is it waterproof, it has a 4,000K LED spotlight. So Actually, that is, that is useful. More precise shape. Well, if it's dark, it sure is useful. Even right? if it's not dark, there's, you know... There's corners and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking the depths of the ocean where that shark oh, is, you know, being very particular about stuff. You're like, don't worry, I won't. Yeah. I won't nip anything. I, you got, know? I know what I'm doing over here. I got a light <laughs> on my thing. Manscaped. Use the code PokerGuys <laughs> at manscaped.com. I mean, it's not that often you'll hear an ad, even for Manscaped where, or anything like it, where people will be talking about you know, trimming clean, a shark's clean, clean up uh, uh, <laughs> and, uh, fish's yeah. genitals. I yeah. mean, it's just not a thing that comes but, up, I think, in but most guess ads. guess what? You're in this reality, and yeah. that's what happens here, man. That's right. That's, that's what makes it beautiful. So get 20% off and free shipping with the code PokerGuys at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at Manscaped.com. And use the, po- the, po- use the code PokerGuys. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job. Yeah. With Manscaped. Yeah. Take that, Derek Lowe. 
Zach Lowe. All the Lowe's. Zach Lowe. Zach Lowe. Zach Lowe's ad reads are not as good as your, your ad reads. Of course but, not. But, but that's you not were, a compliment. Yeah, but it, you know how... He's not Al Michaels, but you know how when Al Michaels is reading yeah. something on Sunday Night Football about some TV show that's going to be on NBC that yeah. he definitely doesn't give a shit about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. just assume whenever they can give you me believe some... what Young Sheldon will do yes. next. You know like... when it, when there's something I they actually want us to read that last bit. Not surprising that and that opening bit. And so those are the parts where I'm doing my my ad read voice, and uh, that's the stuff where it's going to be the less uh, the least authentic sounding. You yeah. know what, what can I tell you? Um, hey, speaking of least authentic sounding, yeah, wanted to talk a little bit about Grant Dennison. Who wins least authentic sounding? Just guy, just dude. <laughs> why? Why you got to come at me? I don't know. Actually, I did want to say something that had nothing to do with you, though. Okay, then go ahead. Um, and so we're just going to take a quick break in the middle of this hand to say something. Okay. Um, so in our last podcast, we talked about Joey Ingram and Norm Shad. Yeah. And I just wanted to do a quick follow up on that. Oh, okay. Should have done it at the beginning, but I realized too late, and I think it's important to. Be timely with it. Okay. So I just want to quickly... So Joe Ingram did a live stream uh, two nights ago where he addressed this, and he said he shouldn't have said that, and no one should be violent, and no one should write to Norman Chad. He said and he, he was, was going to crack Norman Chad's ribs. He originally said that, yeah. right? He was talking about because he didn't like that Norman Chad was, quote, coming after him. So, and he, so anyway, he said he shouldn't have said that, and that he was joking. He certainly wouldn't mean... He actually did not mean to, for anyone to be violent or himself to be violent toward Norman Chad. Of course not, and... So I wouldn't say he did a 10 out of 10 with it, honestly, because he sort of defended why he was in that place in the first place more than he should have. But it was a solid 8.5 out of 10 apology, and it was enough. It's, it certainly was enough in what you would need him to do to sort of be like, okay, it's fine. You yeah, know? okay. I mean, I just fine, I guess. It just seems like a little bit too late to me. Like, if, if Chad reached yep, out to him I agree. and he didn't respond. He waited for the, the public furor. Yeah, I that's agree. not super cool to me It's still. deeply uncool anyway, but at least he did this. Yeah, it's better Some than nothing. Some people don't do this stuff. Yeah, it's definitely better than nothing. So he, like, really clarified it with his folks not to behave this way and made, and made that very clear. Which so is I'll important. I'll give him that. Yeah, that's, Which is that, important. That's but the most were, important thing. There was the gap of, of a I week know. or so that or maybe longer than a week. I don't know how long. It's been a while, I think, actually. Yep. It's that, not perfect. That, that Norman Chad was maybe in more danger than he should have been yep. just because of this. Yep. You know, and that's just not cool. I agree. And, and just because Joe said to do this doesn't mean all these people are going to listen to him and follow that. Right. Anyway, so like it's still, it's public, still you open Pandora's box a little bit here. Yeah. If you have a public forum, of course, you should never incite violence against an individual. Of course. And beyond that, if you accidentally do through some sort of joke making, you should remedy it much quicker than this happened. Of course. All these things are true. I'm sure but he at seems, least he did something. I'm sure it. he seems sincere. I'm sure he was sincere. I, I'm not giving him an 8.5. Maybe if I saw it, I would feel different about it. Yeah, you probably wouldn't. I, I, I'm not just going to give him a pass on that. That's fair. You know, I, I, that might, I know there's a lot of crossover. A lot of you listening probably are big Joe Ingram fans. So if that pisses you off that I'm not cool with that, sorry. You know, mm-hmm. that's just how it is. Yeah. I, 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 I mostly agree with you okay. on this stuff. Cool. All cool. right. That was it. I just wanted to do that because I didn't want it to be... Because but even the podcast that we did, uh, criticizing him, came out after his apology. So uh-huh. I sort of like, it felt it was important to like yeah, do a, that is a follow-up kind of quickly, too, yeah. even if it's in the middle of the hand. All right. That's all. Yeah. Actually. Okay. Anyway, here we are. Yep. We're, uh, we're, all, we're heading to the river. Here we go, guys. And this pot is just way bigger than it had to be because of a check raise on the flop by Pastore on the 8-9 jack, 2-diamond board. Um, the turn brought a second heart and also an eight. So two hearts, two diamonds, eight, eight, nine, jack. Uh, Pastore has king, queen. Tomasowskis has called the check raise and called the continued bluff on the turn with two red tens. The pot's $3.3 million. Or chips. Chips. It's not the WPT. They say chips. Uh, I guess they don't do that in WPT anymore, probably. I hope no one does that anywhere. Yeah. Well, do you remember the WPT? Uh, of course I do. Yeah. I know. It was terrible. Yeah. King of hearts on the river. Yes. It is a third heart, and Pastore hits one of his three outs to beat Thomas House. It's amazing that he hits this card. Yeah. Is amazing. there any reason to bet as Pastore? Can no. you possibly think of a bet? The only reason to bet is to bluff. To bluff, and I don't know why we would bluff. Bluff an eight, try to get a set of trips to fold or a Try and get ace jack to fold. Why would that be a bluff? No, nope, there's no reason. We wouldn't be bluffing. We're trying to get them to call. No, there's no bluffs here that make any sense. There's no real value that makes sense. I guess we could try and get called by Ace-Jack because the, the draw's all missed. Or King-10. Okay, or King-10. Um, but if we think about all the other hands that may have gone call-call, they're either ahead of us or they're way, way, way behind us, right? Yep. Um, and so, like, I'd rather have them 
I'd rather give them the opportunity to bluff or do whatever. I just don't think there's enough of a calling range there that we can beat that's worth betting. Yep, I agree. Um, so best story checks. Great. Thomas Houskis, just check and hope you win, or do you feel the need to bluff? I guess the secondary qu- first question is, do we need to bluff to yeah. win frequently enough? Second question is, is it a good time to bluff right. even if we think we need to bluff to win? Right, okay. Do we need to bluff here? That king is not an amazing card for us. I mean, we're beating all nut flush draws and stuff. But we're losing all king X of diamonds. Yep. Which really could have come in. But nut flush draws are combinatorially more likely. Pastore is going to open all of those. And how many king X of diamonds is it going to open? Where did Pastor, Where was Pastore? Middle, middle position. Okay, so you're right. So he doesn't, necessarily, he doesn't have like king six of diamonds. No, right? probably not. That, right? But he, has, he may have all the ace X of diamonds. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Um, and he really might play them like this. Yeah. That's, that's reasonable. Okay. Um, yeah, so, and when, what else? Well, we're losing to, like, if we ever believe, like, the really strong made hands that we're check-raising for value, you know, are never folding, obviously. Yeah. And, like, what does that include, besides the full houses at this point? Queen 10? Queen 10 ain't folding. I don't oh. play for half pot. I mean, it may not love it, with the board paired in the third heart backdooring in, but it's not going to fucking fold, right? Probably not. It's going to be like, I call. And we, we block Queen 10 really heavily. Really heavily. With two tens in our hand, so that's not a super likely hand. Yeah, we, I mean, we block um, some of the strong hands because we have the 10 of hearts in our hand. Yes, we block some, some backdoor flush draws. So, but, but, but the bigger question is, is, like, should we even be bluffing? Is there any reason to bluff? Do we feel the need to bluff? I don't feel a strong enough need to bluff here. I don't either. I think the hands that we would be targeting if we bluffed would be king queen, king ten, and that's it. Maybe jack ten that decided to take a weird line. Why would it? Yeah, I don't even know why it would. It's such a clear, such an easy check call if it decided to check the flop. Right, jack ten can just call, yep. just go call, call, and then figure it out. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think I think we should just check back because it feels like a lot of the time we're, we can win. Like, mm-hmm. Pastore can just turn over the ace four of diamonds and we win. You yeah. Know? That can just happen. I mean, the only things we'd even be trying to be bluffing here would be weird jacks and the rivered king. Yeah. That's it. I guess our opponent could have aces sometimes and have check raised the flop. I guess. Maybe. That seems really weird. It does, but maybe because it was a wettish board. Maybe. And it's just like, I only have 37 blinds, whatever. I got aces. It's fine. Um, I don't know. It's hard to come up with much else. Um, are those hands going to fold anyway? Probably. I would think one pair is going to really hate a move in here, but we only have half pot effective. The, our opponent only has half a pot in front of him. So he's put a lot of chips in, man. Yeah. It's hard to fold if you got a good hand when you put this many chips in. Well, and, all the, and all the draws officially missed, right? But it is a, this is a spot where I, I question if we need to bluff as Thomas Houskis because we might just be ahead often enough that we don't yeah. need to bluff. But it is a spot where bluffs get through a lot more frequently. Mm-hmm. 17 left in a major I mean, event. look, King 10. How about this hand? King, Queen. Yeah. These hands are going to really hate a shove here and be like, how can I ever be ahead? Right. Which, how in the world? I, I guess we get to talk about that because, of course, Thomas Houskis is going to do it. Of course he is. He moves in for 1.5 million effective. What's he repping? Um, eight, nine suited... Nine nine. Nine nine. I guess Queen Ten sometimes. Backdoor hearts. That was like what hearts specifically? Ten X of Hearts. Maybe even could he have Jack X of Heart Jack? No. Jack. He no. could have he could have like uh Oh no Jack Hearts. Nine on the ten board. of hearts. Nine ten of hearts, yeah. Uh you could have Oh yeah. Eight eight X of Hearts too. King Ten of Hearts. No, King of Hearts came in the river. Eight ten of hearts, nine ten of hearts. No, yeah, eight ten of hearts, nine ten of hearts. And he does have the ten of hearts in his hand, which just makes it maybe kind of cool. Yeah. Um those hands he could have, but there's not many combos, I guess, is the point, right? Yeah. Maybe six, seven of hearts. Could he have that? Ace, ten of hearts. How about ace, ten of hearts? Yeah. Was he called the turn? Board pairs, 850K? Maybe. 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 Not flush draw and open ender. Maybe you do. Yeah. Yeah, actually, you do. Yeah. I think you do call, even with the board pairing. You're just like, I call. So ace, ten, queen, ten uh, of hearts, nine, ten of hearts, eight, ten of hearts. Eight nine suited nine 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 and that, eight 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 when the one combo of eight okay. eight. So that's not that many. I combos. guess we have a little bit of king king in our range, but that's not really a Seems huge factor. Not a not the tiniest thing. bit of jack jack as well. Okay, I guess if we can have tens, we can have jacks. Yeah. So 
Maybe maybe a little more jacks than kings. Yeah. So we're repping very strong hands, basically. Oh, very strong hands. All right. So can Pastori ever call? He's getting a pretty good price, 1.5 to win 4.8. Okay, my, my immediate thought without really delving into this at all is absolutely not. How could he ever call? It's Cooley River top pair. How could he ever, ever, ever call? Yep. Um, here's a hand that's beating us that might play it just like that. How about King Jack suited? You think they're going to bet the river all in? Top two? Maybe. Maybe. When we check, maybe. Maybe. It's close. It's close. Okay. Maybe not, but maybe. Boy, that would suck. You know what's bad about Pastore's hand? Hmm. No heart. And yes, diamond. Those are both bad. Oh, really bad. Those are both really bad. Really bad. Because the hands that make it to the river that then decide to bluff, a lot of the time are going to be diamond draws, right? Yeah. So having the queen of diamonds is not a good card. Any queen is kind of a bad card. It's one of the bluffing cards. But the diamond is, in particular is bad. Right. I mean, we do block the straight with the queen. Sure, but the straight is not the main concern anymore when he goes all in on the river. Hearts came in and full houses came in. I mean, the straight is also a concern, but it's, you're right. It's less of a, the straight may also like raise the turn all in or something like that against us with, on the wet we, board. We block one of four combos of the straight. <laughs> what yeah. do you do? Yeah. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. So I think, it's, I think this is kind of a bad bluff catcher based on all that. Uh, yeah, it doesn't seem great. Is there, it's not relevant to block King eight. I don't think, I don't think Thomas Houskis is showing up with King eight, right? For value. I don't think he is. He's never, he's never calling preflop. I don't believe so. Yeah. So no, we don't, that doesn't mean anything. And blocking King King, I don't think gets us anything either. No. Uh, we are getting a wonderful price. Let's take a moment and talk about it. It's 4.8. It's 1.5 to win 4.8. Were we to find a call here and be right, which we would be, as it turns yeah. out, we would have a reasonable amount of chips here, man. We'd have 60 blinds and like something to do with our lives. You know what I mean? We yeah. could go places. We could see things. Yeah. So that would be cool. Um, we'd have 6.3. Yeah, we'd have 80 blinds. Like, damn, that's pretty good. But we have to be right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, uh, and having 1.5 million chips is only 18 blinds, which sucks. Like, we've put in a lot of chips. Like, and an issue for me here is that the value that we outlined for Thomas Huskis all makes sense to get here. The bluffs, they can get here, but they're also going to three-bet the flop yes, a fair amount. they're going to play aggressively somewhere along the way sometimes. Yeah. Like, this is one of the hands that he doesn't have to play aggressively. This, like, Jack-10 suited. Yeah. Those are hands he doesn't have to play aggressively until the river. Right. Um, if, and then only if he wants to play aggressively on the river. I might talk myself into, he doesn't need to play those hands aggressively on the river, though. Yeah. Um, and in fact, because look, moving in for 1.5 into 3.3 is wildly strong looking because yeah. you're giving him a very callable price. You're giving him better than three, or yeah, better than three to one. And he's put in more than half a stack or about, or he's put in half a stack. Yeah. Um, often when people put in half the stack and they have something, they don't fold. Yeah. So to, to make this play is very, very strongly. Obviously, Thomas Houskis knows this. And is trying to take advantage of that. Uh, I don't I know. Be, I would be really worried as Pastori that all of the full houses that we outlined make sense to play them exactly this way up and up until this point. Yep. Maybe you raise eight nine or nine nine on the turn sometimes, but I think calling is probably the more normal play. Um, just try to just snap call the shove on the river is the plan with that. Diamond draws, which are the bluffs. Really might be three-betting the flop. A lot of those are combo draws. Even though we block the combo draws, a lot of those diamond draws are combo draws, and those are going to be three bets on the flop really frequently. Or not flush draws, which yeah. may also just be like, let's go. Yeah. I've got 100 blinds. Let's go. I'm gonna yeah. put, I'll put, you decide. I don't have to decide. This is a, these are all problems, man. Yeah. And, and we block the queen of diamonds, which yeah. is not ideal either. Yeah. And uh, we don't have a heart in yeah. our hand. Yeah. I mean, I'm really surprised both players make these decisions. Um, I feel like the move-in is suspect. Oh, yeah. Because Pastori calls. Oh, yeah. Pastore fucking calls. How does he make this call, Grant? I think it's a bad call. Unless, unless Vlad is a known maniac, right. which is possible. Maybe, maybe Thomas Houskis is just a known maniac, and Pastore is going with that. He's like, I, mean, I got to call with the whole distribution, the whole thing that got here that has any <laughs> showdown value. It's really hard to understand why anyone makes these river decisions. I was really surprised watching this. 
at live or, you know, plausibly live, whatever, 30 minutes yeah. later um, or much later. Who, who knows? Um, I was just expecting you to go check, check on the river and thought that would be very normal. And then Thomas, Gauss, Thomas Houskis movie, I'm like, oh, my God, he's found a way to win this pot. I, I sort of can't believe he even felt the need to move in. And if that's even good. And then Pastor starts tanking and I'm shocked that he doesn't have a, a relatively quick fold. And then he does find the, the call button. It's this is this is crazy stuff. It is, and I think Thomas Houskis did not need to move it on the river, but I like that play better than Pastore's call. Yeah, I would feel very differently about it if Pastore had the Queen of Hearts in his hand. I think that that becomes a pretty interesting bluff catcher at mm-hmm. that point. But the but Queen yeah. of Diamonds is an anti bluff catcher, right? Right. See, it makes our hand even worse to call with, and we don't like our hand to call with anyway. Yeah. So I mean, it works out for him though. Obviously, wins the massive pot. How does how does this end up for these guys? How do they finish? They both finish actually very well. As it all turns out. So let's see here. Thomas Auskis finishes fourth for $451,000. Nice score. Jonathan Pastore finishes second for $876,000. A really nice score. Sean Deeb is sandwiched in between them in third. And uh, this other dude wins. Yeah, another guy, another person. Some who guy poker. who I've never heard of wins for $1.4 But so they both end up doing great. And maybe being out on the edge... Um, yeah. Ultimately, you know, really helps these guys like putting extra pressure on people in these big, big, big spots, which, you know, the final table of the World Series of Poker Europe main is. Yeah. I think even if you're like Timothy Adams and Sean D made these final tables, made this final table also. But I think even for them, they're not I'm sure it's less of a big spot, but it's kind of a big spot. Yeah. Like this is one of the more prestigious tournaments in the world to win. It'd be a big it'd be their biggest sort of it'd be the most prestigious thing either one of them had ever, has ever done. Yeah. Right? So. It's it's a big deal, and I think people are going to play a little more careful, a little more tighter on the whole. So you're a little crazier. Mostly, it's going to help you. Yeah. Well, these let's see what are, the let's see what the work. solver has to say about this. Maybe it's going to be one of those where the solvers like Jonathan Grant are idiots, and yeah. these guys and the king queen is the obvious call. You have to call. I mean, that'll be interesting to see. It could it could be. Let's see what it says. Okay. We finally did. We finally solved something, guys. We didn't solve it. No, but we are going to take credit for it. Yeah. Wesley Cannon solved it, but it was because of our efforts. Without us, Wesley would be nowhere he would in the be, solving game. He would be in Minnesota. Yeah. He, he might actually be in Minnesota. What if there are people in Minnesota right now? What they if there are? Upset. Can we get them out? How do- I'm not going to. No, they're stuck there. <laughs> they could, I mean, we could get them out, but I, I refuse to. They made their own bed. Yeah, they're in Minnesota. <laughs> All right, cold. let's talk about making their own bed. And if we should make these beds that Pastori and Thomas Houskis made. That was a great transition. All right. To the flop. Okay. King Queen should bet 70% of the time. Should just bet on this board, Mm. which I guess, same logic behind why you were pretty okay with the check race for the most part. Right. Um, It's like, you know, we have a draw to the nuts. Sometimes sometimes our opponents fold. That's great. Yeah. When called, that's not that bad. Yeah. Uh, But he doesn't do that. He he checks. Mm -hmm. And here's the thing that Solver dislikes... First, which is Thomas Houskis should check 100% of the time. Really? 100% of the time. Wow. I like to bet. Yeah. I think you even agreed. That's interesting. Yeah. I wonder why. Um, I could try to look a little deeper into what Wesley said here, if you're interested. I am, if you can find it quickly. I'm going to do my best. Uh, Let's see. Even King Jack and Queen Jack should be checked 100% of the time, unless he had diamonds. Um it's given the situation in the tournament, he does have jacks and queens in his preflop range, so he just has enough big hands that he doesn't have to bet this hand, I guess, is, huh. is what it ends up being. Okay. Uh, it's, that's about as much description as we got there. Uh, so now back to the flashy thing, the check raise. Yeah. Uh, King, queen off can raise close to half the time with a diamond. That makes sense. Without a diamond, I think it's a no, no go. Right. Um, Thomas Houskis has a pure call, as the solvers like to say. It's a pure check, now a pure call. means 100% of the time. Yep. Uh, in fact, no hand should ever three bet wow. in Thomas Houskis' spot. And all hands that were reasonable bets have to call other than king-queen, which is not great for Pastori. <laughs> that is true, but it still wants him to check raise. I guess because not everything is reasonable that's going to bet. Like, probably worse hands are going to bet. This is like too middling to bet is probably what the, yeah. the solver thinks, right? So he's going to have some bluffs to bet. Just some yeah. more air type or bad stuff. And it's like, yeah. cool, he's at fold all that. Yeah. All right, let's go back to something still not great. where the solver has a pure hatred of a play. Awesome. It, it purely hated Thomas Houseless's check on the uh, bet on the flop. It purely hates Pastore's continue on the turn. 
Mm. He has a pure check. I mean, we... we, we, we yeah. We, that seemed like the most egregiously not good play in the hand was when he bet the... I don't know. You were pretty pretty upset about that river call, yeah, buddy. I, I was, but I think the turn bet is, like, pretty bad. It's It was a very surprising bet. I'll say that. Solver agrees. Doesn't like it. Tomasowskis has a pure call. Huh. Call 100% of the time with two tens here. Um, there isn't much in his range that folds now other than ace-queen off and ace-10 with no flush draw. This is one of the things we were saying, yeah. right? That the eight pairing, it's going to be hard to get any folds. Yeah. Right. It's it's a trouble. He's got to have a draw. We block the draws. It's, it's a troublesome, troublesome spot. Yeah. But, you know, here we are. We're heading to the river. Okay. King-queen should almost always check. So I guess there are times when the solver wants king-queen to bet. That wasn't elaborated huh. on. I don't really know why. I guess you're trying, to get, you're trying to get here by a jack. Yep. Like the draw is missed and you're trying to get here by a jack. It's, I, I get that. Yep. Um, Thomas Houskis is supposed to shove tens with a heart. Check without a heart. Huh. Because he blocks the, the flush. Um, Wesley says there aren't many natural bluffs besides this hand and ace-ten of diamonds because everything else got there, mm. you know, or has enough showdown value to check. Right, but apparently 10s doesn't. Yeah. Ace-10 makes so much more sense to me than 10-10. That's only one combo, Ace-10 of diamonds, though. So yeah, I guess if that's you, true. And, so you just got to find you, other but stuff. Now, now it's only three combos, uh, ten, the 10s with the 10 of hearts, so it's four, four total combos of bluffs. It's not very many combos that are left here. Right, yeah. Um, despite that, King-Queen should mostly call. What? Yeah. Really? But the solver wants to mix in folding with the queen of diamonds. So the queen of diamonds is obviously a bad card to have. So it does want to call a lot, though. Yeah. It's like, and it wants to fold like 40% of the time with the queen of diamonds and call 60%. Huh. So that's, we were, we were not in that place. We thought like, always fold with the queen of diamonds, yeah. call with the queen of hearts, maybe. Yeah. And it's sort of like the opposite. Sometimes fold with the queen of diamonds, always call with the other king queens. You fools. That's interesting. Yeah. Huh. What could that be about? The solver doesn't like folding. Solver hates folding. Solver's getting an amazing price and is sensitive to price. Wesley did clarify that he did this as uh, pure chip EV with no ICM and that perhaps folding would be more of a consideration if ICM were in oh, play. Oh, maybe. But we're still kind of... ICM shouldn't matter too much. No, not at this like, point. We're, so, we're far away from yeah. the, the big money. If anything, we would say you're supposed to take more chances right now, right? You are, but your tournament life is still valuable. Of course. Yeah. But, you know... Anyway... Solver really hated a lot of stuff up to the river, but was okay with everything on the river. Fascinating. Yeah. Music is my sunlight, and all I need is one mic. And I can show every single MC how it's done right. Every time I come by, I'm bound to leave them so tired. I'm sipping on liquor, a quitter is what I'm not. We got one life, and I took a minor break, but I'm back to claim the crown. And gonna be traveling the globe, we still have time to make it.